seven seconds. I think it's Guerrero. Type in Eddie Murray. How, Type in Eddie Murray. Kendrick, Do it fast. Howie Kendrick? Do it fast. Howie Kendrick? Timer. We got to go with Vlad. Keep it suspenseful for me, though. I don't think it's Vlad, guys. Vlad. All right. This is the Boys Sound Bad podcast. We're back with a very special guest today in person. He drove all the way down from Omaha to hang out with us today. It's a massive drive. Yeah, big, big time drive. He's an on-air radio host for Coffee and Cream with Damon Benning and one of the faces of Herd at Sports, Mr. Andrew Rogers. Give it up, boys. Let me, let me take a bow with my new hat. Yeah. It looks yes. good on you. Hey, thank you. You look good. I, I feel like, I mean, I, you're the only blue guy. Ooh, I should have put my white one on. It's all right. I, I like the color. I like the yeah. color change. Yeah. No I'm ribbon here. It. String on the yeah. two to the left. String's where it's at. Yeah. I appreciate the hat, hat, though. This is sweet. Yeah. I saw you guys at the... Pinnacle Bank Championship with the hats on. And I go, I was with Ravi that day. I go, Ravi, I need a hat. I'm like, I'm going to tell these guys I need a hat. And we were in mid-segment. And then all of a sudden, you guys were gone by the time the break hit. And I'm like, damn it. It happened again. Like, I, was I feel like I see. I saw you guys at the media day. It was you two, right? Yep. 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 You two at the media day. Did you guys shoot well? Are you yeah. guys golfers? We went nuts. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys like, do you guys play a lot? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Too much. Like, we, were, you, were you guys on, like, a college team or high school? Or, uh, well, or were you, are you guys just good? Are you guys like Fat Perez? No, not that good. <laughs> I played high school golf, and then I played on the club team at, yeah. at UNL. So okay. it's, it's not that competitive, but yeah, played all I my mean, life. You're good enough to be on yeah, the team. Yeah. So what's your handy? I'm on a 4.2 right now. Is that a GPA? Or? <laughs> <laughs> it's my handicap. <laughs> 4.2. Who's that low? What? Or you have a, I have a real one. No, I'm I a. I was saying yeah, you have yeah. another real one. I know. Uh, handicap. Yeah. Well, it says three point two, but I'm more of like a four or a five. Yeah, that's what I said in school too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I swear, I swear it's a four. It yeah. may say two eight, but I'm, I swear it's a four. I'm probably like a six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you guys you are pretty lower? good. No wonder you went home with every award. Where is it? Hanging? Yeah, we. It should be hanging up. In we here. actually went. Oh, there was one right there. Yeah, we got one no right there. No way. He won a free round. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then thanks for I the don't invite. Know what your other thing Appreciate was. it. Box, yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't used it yet. No, I know. The round. We gotta get out there. Yeah, we can. No, I better take back my so, snarky comment. Yeah. <laughs> can we retract? You're a, you're a golfer. <laughs> He'll cut it. What's that? Are you a golfer? I play. I'm not as good as you. What are, What's your handicap? I'm bogey golf. Okay. I probably uh, shoot in the high so eighties. Eight, eighteen. So, that, Sixteen. So 18. you're better than the average golfer. Yeah. yeah. What's the average golfer? Uh, I think the average yeah. is over like twenty. Probably. Like, it if has you're under to be like, like the low bogey 90s. to double bogey golf, probably. Yeah. Is an average golfer, I would say. Yeah, yeah I'm somewhere in that mix. I get like pars and birdies every now and then. Those are exciting. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, another birdie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fuck you. Where do you play at in Omaha? Or where do you, I play wherever favorite? I can. I mean, I played country. It's a country drive in mm-hmm. Ashland, yeah, which yeah. is really easy, like open, yeah. um, forgiving for guys like me. I only played nine that day. I think I shot 37, which was like a really good, good day for me. That's really good. That's really, that's really good. good day for me. But we'll call bullshit on the bogey golf. Yeah. I, didn't, I call BS on everything after I shoot a 37. And then the next day I go out there and it's a 94. I'm like, yep, here I go. <laughs> here I am. Uh, I So Indian Creek is another. I go over into Council Bluffs a lot so I can bet while I play. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we love that. And yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the course name. It's right by Harris. 
I played ben, there. Dodge, we, Dodge Riverside. Yeah. yeah, we tried to play there after the Pinnacle Bank. Yeah. They okay. Had, they had league. Stupid leagues. Stupid league. So I don't think I've ever played Terra. I got asked to play Terra. Um, yeah, I don't know. Johnny Goodman's is right up the road from me, so I play that one a lot. That one. Great course. Is, is it really? Is that yeah. considered like a really good course? It. Yeah, it's public. I mean, it's, I only played it once, but I love it. I mean, it looks like it's inside of a jail. Like, if you guys drive by that fence, yeah. and you look in there, and you're like, okay, how do I get put in that prison? <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, we saw you at the Nebraska Podcast Awards. Sure did. On Saturday. I announced your award. You did. Shook my Congratulations. Shook hands. That was what, awesome. What was it? The Bet Your Mortgage Award? Uh, Bet Your yeah. Mortgage Award, yeah. yeah I Bet Your Mortgage, and then we also won New Kids on the Block. So, give it up for No Block, No Rock Podcast. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Give it up for Boys Down Bad now, and Tide Coffee you. and Cream. And yeah. Coffee and Cream. So that's, that was my next point. You won a couple of awards. Sure did. Which ones did you win? Number one on the airwaves. Okay. So and that's radio. best guess. And I you, used I used to have like a problem saying my S's growing up. So if you hear me slow down when I have to say a lot of S words, I will enunciate the crap out of them. Love that. I used to have a mini lisp. Who are, who are like some uh, notable guests? That you on our like? show? Yeah. Oh man, I, we do a lot of repetitive guests because it's just you know our our Monday weeklies all the way through Friday. If we had a really good one, um, I'm I'm kind of obsessed with Cynthia Freeland. So she's on NFL Network, and I used to I I got to know her when I was working at ESPN Radio in St. Louis, and so every time I can get her on, like she's just really fun to talk to. Um, we're actually having her on. Well, this won't. Well, I don't know when this airs. Uh, we're having her on tomorrow. It'll come out fr- Friday, Friday this week. Okay. So we Thursday had her on Wednesday. She was really good. She was yeah, awesome. past tense. She was incredible. Um, <laughs> so relax. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trevin's over there like searching on Instagram. Like, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, he's engaged. But no, yeah, we yeah, just, just we have some really good local guests on local radio show people want to hear what the local guys have to say so mike schaefer's one of my favorites brian christopherson is great uh sam McEwen is another fave i feel like i should start naming every guest now because i gave three <laughs> sean <laughs> callahan we don't have sean on we don't have shawnee okay that's i mean it's a, great, listen it's a to fantastic list oh i I doubt it. We, we called not. him out a couple of times. Yeah, we have called day. him out a couple of times. In a good way or a bad way? Uh, pretty bad. Bad. I say. <laughs> Probably bad. I think bad, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's impression. I don't remember what it was about, but... I think he had a bad take or something, yeah. and we... Yeah. There's a few of those. Everybody has a bad Everyone, take, though. Yeah, we've had yeah. our fair share. Not me. <laughs> Trevin's probably had the Trevin's worst. perfect. <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, we took home, too, so thank you to everyone who voted. We really appreciate it. Thanks for everyone who voted for Coffee and Cream. Yeah, thank you, everybody out there. Absolutely. Um, Did you guys vote for us? Yep, that's what I yep. thought. No. Best on the airwaves. I did. <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah? Did you? Yeah. My man. All right. There you All go. Right. I, I did not. I'll just tell you right now. Yeah, I, I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I think I just voted for us. Yeah, I think I did. For too. everything. Homer Network. I love it. But it was an awesome, awesome event. Super fun. Um, all right, Andrew, let's get into your story a little bit. I'm very curious how you got to where you are i saw you did you win an emmy i did i I won an emmy back in sioux city so uh do you want me to start in sioux city or where i first start at the beginning we'll we'll get there well in third grade i dressed up as joe buck for halloween and i always wanted to be a sports broadcaster after that um i went to lindenwood university which is in st louis 
they had a they have a really I said had I should say have a really prestigious sports broadcasting program um, and it's not just sports it's just broadcasting but you know I went through it for the sports so that's why I consider it that and I just kind of grinded you know my way through school I knew that hard work paid off at the end of the day so I I start in Lindenwood was great because they put me on TV right away like right as a freshman and that tape sucks like if that ever gets out like I may I go may find fall it. into we'll a do. river go and yeah, we'll come somebody back go up. find it yeah please don't because I was on halftime for a football game and I was like crapping my pants in the chair and then I stood up and there was a little brown spot now but uh, it was serious like it was crazy. Uh, just being in the seat and like thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm on and like three people, I don't care if the three people that got LUTV at the time were watching me like, and so it was a big deal. And then, you know, I just kind of perfected my craft. I was the play-by-play broadcaster for the basketball team. And then I did a few baseball games here and there, but we started our own radio show. My buddy and I really good friend still to this day. I started our own show. We were the first sports show on the network in like 20 years because nobody stayed consistent with it. You know, when you deal with college, especially college guys, you, you do it like two or three times and then you just check out. But you had to get to kind of just keep up with the grind. And because we were broadcasters of these sports, we were able to have other like athletes and connections to bring them on to the show. So we were able to have like an hour long show, which we then turned into like a remote show at a bar at one point, which nice. was really sweet. Uh, the boys weren't down bad that day. <laughs> the boys were um, up good. So then I, I graduated, went to, I was working at ESPN Radio in St. Louis part-time, um, did a weekly show when the Blues had their Stanley Cup run. But then after that, there was no real home for me full-time, so I went to Sioux City. So this is where the Emmy comes into play. I uh, I got to Sioux City, but after havoc took place for before I got there. Like I got hired, then I was put on a hiring freeze. Then I got hired again. I was on like a three month, uh, short term contract, which turned into a two year contract, but then they wanted me to do more news than sports. I mean, it was a headache, absolute headache. <laughs> but you know, I, again, I just, because it's wired inside of me to just kind of grind, even if you're not doing what you love, um, like to the, full effect. Like I was still covering sports on Friday nights for football games and Tuesday and Friday for basketball and things like that. But they would mix in news for me and that just never was a passion of mine. So I just made the best of my situation. And it was, I think the year that I quit and I'll tell you that story too, cause it's kind of funny. Um, the year that I quit was the summer Olympics. So I decided to go all around Siouxland and find teams that corresponded to the sports that were being shown in the Summer Olympics. So for two or three weeks straight, I had like a rowing story, a fencing story. I went like all the way down the list. And like, you know, there was some wrestling and um, actually, I don't know if that's a summer sport, Uh, but there was like basketball and and things like that. So I had other sports too, which are kind of your more high profile sports. Um, But I... I just like to always have fun. I I started a segment called the Raji Awards. And on Sunday nights, I would air them. And they were like the best clips of the week. And I would just find things, um, whether it was national or local. And I'd put them together. And I'd fake give them an award. So like if a a camel or a moose fell in a pool one time, I would say like, you know, searching for Rocky Award. And so (laughs) like the moose falls in. And uh, people just really, really love seeing that segment whenever I, when I would, whenever I would do it. So that and a combination of other things, uh, brought me to the Emmys. The first year I was nominated for anchoring and I didn't win. 
but it was during COVID, so we didn't get to go anywhere. Um, we just kind of looked at it on YouTube, didn't win. I lost to a legend. His name's Keith Murphy, uh, still works in Des Moines. And then the second year, I was nominated again for the same one. So I go, and I'm thinking, hmm, I'm going to lose to Keith again. But it was in Minneapolis in the Mall of America. I'd never been to Minneapolis, and I'm like, I'm just going to go. That's awesome. Um, so I sat down, and of course, the award is like third to last. So I'm just like <laughs> waiting for hours just to just to hear it. Sure enough, gets to the award, goes through all the nominations. They say my name. And I just stand up and I go, no fucking way. <laughs> like, there's no way that they just said mine. I'm looking around like, I'm not going up there. Like, that, that wasn't me. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not receiving anything. Um, but sure enough, you know, just two years into my time in TV, I won an Upper Midwest Emmy. So that is uh, shown proudly in my house in this fake glass case that I got off of Etsy for like 20 bucks nice, makes nice. it look really nice. There's no light in there. And if there was, that would be even cooler. Be um, but yeah, kind of a long winded story to tell you that I won an Emmy. Um, and then after that, so I'll tell you the story when I quit, I, uh, they were, t- they had me do news so much that I was just getting tired of it. It was really taking, uh, my, my, it was a huge hit on my mental health. Mm. So I, Decided one day I was under contract and I knew that. So they had me by the balls. Like I wasn't going anywhere. Um, but I'm like, there has to be a way out, right? There's always a way out. So I decided just to go in one day to my news director and nothing, this is no blame on her. This is just big corporate company, uh, that I, I really don't have a, a strong liking toward. I go right into her office and I said, you know, blankety blank. I am putting my two weeks in. She goes, you can't do that. You're under contract. <laughs> you can't do that. And I said, well, in two weeks, I won't be here. <laughs> and she wow. goes, she goes, but you're under contract. I said, come the 31st, when you see 31 and I'm not in my chair and all my things are gone, you'll realize that I'm not coming back. And so she, she sent me out of her office. She went down to the GM's office and immediately I get a phone call. Pick up the phone. Andrew, can you come down here? I was like, no, I'm busy. <laughs> uh, no, I walked down there and she's like, why do you want to leave? I'm like, it's just, I just, I'm not feeling it anymore. I just don't want to do it. Well, you'll probably have to buy out. So I knew the buyout was going to be steep because when you deal with buyouts uh, with big corporations, they kind of want to just give you such a high total where they know you'll stay. Mm-hmm. I only had three months left on the contract. So it's like, it's almost like when you're in prison and you know, you have three months left to serve, but then like, if you stab somebody, it could be really worth it in the yeah. moment. And then like, you have like another 10, 15 years on top of it. Um, so it was like that type of moment for me. And I said, I said, hit me with the buyout. So later that day, they hit me with a buyout of like over 4,800 bucks or something for three months. And this was like, you're supposed to make up salary. And then I'm like, I didn't get paid them. I got, I was, a, I could have lived off food stamps for what I was making at this <laughs> news station. And so they they hit me with it and I go I go I'm gonna call your bluff. <laughs> oh, call your bluff. I love that. So then I was like thinking that and then my lawyer's like ah you probably should pay it. And I'm like okay. So I decided well I'll I'll pay it and then that will like really send a message at the end of the day. So I paid it and I just walked right out the door. I gave a forty eight hundred dollar check to somebody that was making after taxes twenty two thousand dollars at the time. <laughs> I gave a $4,800 check, which I didn't have the money of. My dad loaned it to me. Wow. Gave them the check to walk right out the door. And then I ended up at UNO and now her dad. 
Dang, that's an incredible story. Yeah. yeah. It takes a lot of balls to do that, yeah. too. Yeah, dude, I, w- I had such anxiety going into that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I sound like a badass, but I was sweating buckets. There's like no It was way. like walking into your house today. Yeah. Like, I was sweating that much. I, there's no way I could do that, I don't no. think. That's, no. It's no. impressive. But that's I, an just, awesome I didn't want to do it. So how, how did you get to her dad then? So I went to UNO, UNO, not L, mm-hmm. and I was a video production guy there. And then I kind of made the job what I wanted it to be. So I did like some social media reporting. I'm the MC at the hockey games. So if you guys ever want to go to a hockey game, let me know. Nice. Um, we will, definitely will. I'm a I huge hockey, hockey fan. Yeah. I'll get you guys on the Jumbotron. Ooh, It'll be cool. sweet. Um, <laughs> so I, I was there and our boss had heard at Bill – has season tickets. And so, did you hear that? Like, <laughs> what the hell I was wasn't going to say anything. We'll cut that. Um, yeah. No, leave it in. Um, that was awesome. That can be a drop. Send it to me, though, so I, I can have Shane use it. Um, so, he has season tickets, and he saw what I did there, and I just love... I love doing that stuff with the fans. I did that in, in St. Louis, too. I was an MC for a baseball team for a couple of years. So, I just love playing games with the fans. And it's a little different than what I do on an everyday basis. So, you know, it, it kind of – it's just a new side of, of the broadcasting element. And he saw me, loved what I did. He DM'd me on Twitter. And so I'm, I'm working at UNO. I get this DM. And to be honest with you guys, I thought it was like some Ponzi scheme. <laughs> like I thought – what president of a company sends you a message to say like, hey, I want you to work for me? I said, I, this seems like some type of pyramid, right, that I <laughs> yeah. have to climb. And I'm so, selling yes. like – goods of some yep. kind and so when i found out what her dad was i did some research still really wasn't given at the time of day i was talking to the same buddy that i did the radio show with back in st louis uh in college and he's like her dad why does that sound familiar well turns out one of his buddies growing up worked at her dad and so i said well do you mind giving me his contact information i can call and i'm like I'm like, Austin, is this a real company? He's like, yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right, cool. This helps. Uh, at least uh, I can send a message back now. And, you know, long story short, I had a bunch of conversations. I ended up at, at Herdat, and it started more in a social media role, and then it turned into what it is today. But Herdat Sports was nothing. Like, we yeah. were a family of three when I started back in May. It was myself Sasha, who's our sports director, and Anna, who got hired on after she graduated uh, from UNO. And so we did the College World Series with four people because we adopted Jeez. our, our video, uh, videographer, Grace, who works for her dad, and the Pinnacle Bank Championship. I mean, you saw how intense yeah, that event insane. is. Yeah. We, did that, we did that with four people. Um, and then, you know, we just kind of kept growing after that because we were able to sustain off of four people that people start, uh, other companies started backing her at sports and more money could have been pumped into us. And now we have like 20 people on our team. It's Dang, crazy. Yeah. That's actually super cool. So that's, I mean, we're super excited to be a part of it. It's yeah, awesome. no, it's thank growing. you. Thank you for being um, a part of uh, her at sports because you guys do a great job. Yeah, we appreciate it. And super cool story. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you anything else you want to share about your story? I don't Any know. Cool? I think I talked okay. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think gave me questions. Po- so you guys I gave me a you, lot more time than DB. Gives I think me. you you hit every point I was going to ask you. So yeah. That's what, yeah, So that's what somebody told me yesterday. I did an interview with our team, and he goes, "Hey, can you say your name, what you do?" And then his first question was, "Why'd you get into this?" And I'm like, 
Well, I mean, what should be an easy answer turns into something super complex for me because it's so much more than just, I wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought it'd be fun one day to pick up a mic and say, I get paid for that. I'm like, no, it was like it's a passion actually sparked from something. So do you think you're like living the dream right now? Oh, like, totally. Growing up, like talking totally. about sports would be yeah, and some days, it, aside some from days, being the athlete. It sucks. Like, yeah. Some days it's really hard to talk about sports. Like in the midsummer months is, and locally it is yeah. almost impossible so we just kind of talk about our other interests like i love to cook so for 20 minutes we'll talk about like what we ate the night before <laughs> um and then we'll play a game you know and then we'll talk to a guest and try to like for the 18th time talk about how coach rule is the answer um, and then is jeff sims yep. going to be a dual threat quarterback and you know what's the win total for nebraska oh six and a half do you like the over do you like the under and then the next day it's like six and a half like you know every time jeff sims plays on a team it's always the under so it's got to be the under right like you know we just got to spin storylines and we talk about the same thing every day Every day we talk about the same thing, but something new comes from it. Like mm -hmm. yeah. we could talk about practice and there's like 20 different things in practice that we could talk about. Yep. And DB such an X's and O's mind. I'm not, but he can go into so much detail with everything. And I just kind of sit there fascinated. And then he hates when I ask him questions because <laughs> not like that. I'm stupid, but I am sometimes. Um, <laughs> but like I ask him really deep thought out questions especially about his kid in recruiting. And then I like take it back when he was a recruit. And uh, I think we talked about the Deion Sanders, you know how he like went into the huddle the other day and said yeah. like, everybody needs to fight. And I actually liked the mentality. I yeah. thought like, you know what? Um, if my buddy was getting pummeled on the street, like what would you do? Would you fight or stand on the sidewalk and record? Like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in there and rip a body off. I don't have to yeah. throw a punch and I'll never throw the first punch. If someone throws a punch at me, you can bet he's <laughs> falling to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll see red <laughs> GBR GBR. <laughs> so what, so obviously you have a radio show that goes on every day, mm -hmm. Monday, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. So what's your day to day? Like, so you record, we record, uh, well, so I, my day starts the night before. Okay. So I do a lot of prep the night before, probably about three hours of prep the night before. Um, and that's, you know, while I'm watching something. So whether it's something we'll actually talk about or watching the Cardinals lose again, um, I'm, I'm watching something on TV and then I'll turn on sports center. We'll get the headlines and then I'll scroll through Twitter. I'm on Twitter all day. Oh, I'm sorry. X. I'm on X. X. Oh, yeah. Please, um, please nah, say it right. <laughs> um, I'm on the new Elon all day and so I, I see things throughout the day and I'll mark it down in my notes, but I don't normally like get into it until, uh, until about like seven, eight o'clock at night, go to bed about 11, wake up at five, um, do another hour and a half of prep, whatever I like need to catch up on. Or if I'm, if so for guests up here, sometimes it's hard because I can't just like pull a question out of my head as quickly as DB because he knows these guys personally. So I like to have a few set questions and then I kind of let the conversation go. So um, in the morning I'll do that a little bit and then I go do the show. And so I show up at the new Herd at Sports Bar and Grill and we record from 7 to 10. And then after the show it depends. Like sometimes I'll do a social media video. Like I try to do one once a week or sometimes I'll just go home. Um, and so I have like, 10 30 until seven o'clock nice. and like it sounds awesome right kind of sucks because no one else is off 10 30 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so i'm hey, like a lot of time to golf though a lot of time to golf but sometimes you need the money right that's you fair. don't that's just get fair. on the course so 
Um, and I like to go with people. I don't like to golf by myself. Um, maybe I'm just insecure. I don't know. I just don't want to be paired up with random people. Which is That's funny fair. that That's I, fair. you know, somebody with my personality would probably be like, show me who I'm playing with. Yeah. I just don't want to play with the old guy that puts his head down of his driver and then picks it up and like does a shoulder wiggle and then head down and shoulder wiggle. I'm, I'd be like, dude, I'm, I'll play back. Like, or let me go yeah. in front of you. That's when you pull yeah. the old make a reservation for four and be like, oh, they didn't. Show yeah, they all I'm didn't. So show. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, they all had to. That's work. smart. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what? Big pull that move. sometime. Not just a hat rack, my friend. It's a pro move right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Well, I know you talk about Husker football every day, literally, but we got to talk to you a little bit about Let's it. Let's do it. So Maybe what I can find something new in the same storyline. Well, <laughs> actually, a storyline came out today, and I'm sure you'll talk about it tomorrow. Our president's leaving. Yep, Ted Carter. What, what's that about? Going just for more money, more publicity? Uh, I'm assuming he's getting paid more. He was getting paid a lot of money at Nebraska. Yeah. So um, to, to leave like that, I don't really know – his his end goal because he was progressing so much at Nebraska. As I was reading the story, I'm like, wow. He's like head of athletics basically now. Yeah, well, like so had when a the lot Board of, of Regents say. voted, they 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 were going to make him all superior power, and I think they did. Yeah. But now I don't know if they can go back on that decision or not. So I'm like, I'm kind of worried about like what risk comes now that he's gone and yeah. was this like a was this already in the works and they knew that yeah. and then we're trying to set some somebody else up in that role to kind of oversee athletics and take that away from the board of regents. I'm not entirely too sure, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I, <laughs> I, I really think about things in detail, but you know, he was really good about taking like both sides of political parties and like being a friend to them both to making them feel good. Yeah. So like he was a great middleman and that's what made him so good for the university. And he j he didn't just love Lincoln. He loved UNO. He loved Kearney. He was always present on campuses. I mean, he worked for the Naval Academy, so you know that he had structure, and um, that's kind of driven into him. So him going to Ohio, Ohio State, like I'm happy for him, but I'm really curious about that point that was made about the Board of Regents and like overseeing yeah. athletics and what comes next with that because I think that's – that's the ultimate question, the million dollar question at this point. He was he's probably under contract too, and you don't just you don't just leave a job when you're under well, contract. Well, so yeah, so he's through twenty twenty four. Nobody does that. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's gonna stick it out through his contract. Some people don't. Some people do the buyout. Although if, if he had like a buyout and he was making like one point two or something like that, what do you think his buyout would be? Like three hundred K for the yeah. three months? Not four thousand. Not, not forty eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, he, he I mean, but talk about somebody that's dedicated, right? To stick it out when times are hard. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, kudos to him. That was good. <laughs> He's also not twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I guess where do I want to go with this? What's just your overall thoughts on the Minnesota game coming up? Because we're um, we're evenly split on yeah, this podcast. 50 -50. Sure. So, funny story. Callie McManus is from the same high school as my fiance who she didn't know that until I informed her of that. Uh, but he wasn't there when she was there. But still, I'm like, this is a pretty big deal. Like a guy yeah. highly recruited going to uh, a Power 5 university. I'm like, Ash, come on. Like, you got to know that stuff. Um, so I kind of have like some weird rooting interest for him to be like okay because 
you know, he came from he came from that school. But at the same time, I mean, he can go kick rocks. Um, <laughs> I, I hope, I really do hope we see a good showing out of out of Nebraska. I think they are at an advantage. You know, some people would say they're a little bit equal, but I think Nebraska has an advantage from the point, or at least the stance of Minnesota doesn't have proper film to really know what Nebraska is doing. Now, at the same time, Nebraska doesn't have like the proper bodies and, and personnel and experience to really know if it can carry over from camp to game. And we know what we get out of Minnesota every year, right? You know you're yeah. going to probably see them in a bowl game. You know P.J. Fleck can lead a team to six-plus wins. It, it, that's kind of just set in stone. But it was nice for Nebraska to see Cali McManus last year and know what he can do, know where to sit. Coach Rule expects everything out of these guys. Like He expects excellence. Even if you're 70% one day, he wants 100% of that 70%. Um, so you know you're going to get every ounce of good out of these players. It's just got to translate. I would cover the 7.5. I would like to see a win, but I would take Nebraska plus 7.5. But I could easily see it being like a 28-24 Minnesota win. I can see that. But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like, Nebraska could come out and just blow us away. Yeah. Well, they could. They will. <laughs> um, so, are you on Minnesota, I'm assuming? Yeah. I can tell by your reaction. Yeah. Well, he's been... You're obviously on Nebraska. Yeah. What's yeah. the split here? Nebraska. Nebraska. I'm the same boat as you. I think. I think Minnesota wins Huskers cover. Yeah. I, just, I think, I think be, that's safe. Right? Seven tight. and a half seems like a lot of points. Yeah. yeah. I think Seems so. like a lot for this team. So have you gotten to... Why are you smiling? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. it's, gonna, it's not a lot? No, it is, but why is it that much? Why Vegas is it knows something. Okay. Vegas now always knows something, and I'm totally with you. But Vegas can be wrong. They can be, they but can they're be not usually. <laughs> but maybe... So what, what's the line movement? So do you guys ever use like scores and odds? I've seen it go down to six and a half in some places. Mm-hmm. So, so people, so people are, are betting. Husker on, fans are jumping on. Yeah, the seven uh, they're betting half, on the seven and a half. Then it goes back down, but then it goes back up, right? right? So then yeah. people bet the six and a half. Yeah. So they think it's going to be seven. seven then, yeah. Right. So if yeah. it's seven, would that be a cover? Dep- yes. I mean, yeah. The answer is yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. Depending on what you get it at. Seven I mean, if you got it at six and right. a half, oh, yeah. then no. Well, for Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Then it'd be a cover for Minnesota. Right. No, I think I think seven and a half plus seven and a half toward Nebraska. That's what I'd take. So, have you gotten to go to practices at all? Do one, you, I went to one. one. So it's hard because to have a morning show, you can never really go to practice yeah. because they, they always practice, practice in, the in the morning. And then sometimes they'll. Well, no, that's not true. They always practice in the morning. Yeah. And then they sometimes will come out with audio at like ten thirty. But I can't make it down to Lincoln. Get get things set up just to hear. I'm like, I'll just stream it. It's just easier that way. Yeah. Now on Saturdays, there were some Saturdays where they had like one to two, but most of the time that wasn't open to the media. Yeah. It was just open to, well, fortunately for DB, he has a kid getting recruited by Nebraska, so he could go up anytime he wanted to, <laughs> so we at least had something. Um, but yeah, I've only been to one, and what I could probably tell you from the one I went to back in the spring, they do a really good job of – just always moving. They're always moving. It's station after station. They they have like 16 different stations yeah. that they just hustle to. And, uh, you know, like Rob Dvorak will work with the receivers sometimes. And it's just like because all you're doing is just trying to build them up to game speed. Like you're not 
Dvorak's not teaching a wide receiver anything, but what he's doing is he's keeping their legs fresh. They're doing something a little bit different, whether it's an agility drill or whether it's something that actually has to do with their position. They're doing something that can help them later on in games. And if you're always moving, like that's why we saw a lot with their like simulated scrimmage. They're going hard on pads on. Like when was the last time Nebraska saw like cracking pads during yeah. a scrimmage? Like it's 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 been, it's a, been while. a little while. So you know it's really nice to see them kind of build the, this conditioning because wh- what's been what's been the biggest key to losses uh, like over the past few years it's the fourth quarter right it's like you get to the fourth quarter and you you as a husker fan you, all the air leaves the stadium right because yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get quarter, and it yeah. seems like guys tire out and it seems like they get slow and then the defense is on the field super long and then the offense comes on and go three and out, punt, defense back on the field for seven, eight plays and, you know, they just run it down your throat. So um, I, I like what they're doing to at least put their bodies in the best position for this season. Yeah, That's what you were talking about, Chris. They're yeah. always moving. Yeah. And. The first couple of practices, Chris was very anti-Nebraska, and the last one kind of flipped him. The so, last practice, really? Yeah, like yeah. So I've been to three one? this fall nice. for media availability. Um, first one was bad, like really bad, and then, but <laughs> Chris came in. He's like, "It's over." Well, did you see him in, in spring practicing like oh, yeah. snaps? Oh yeah. Like the, yeah. Marcus Satterfield was under center with Jeff Sims practicing how to snap yeah. a football. Yeah. Like when you see that. Things aren't getting you too yeah. overly excited for the yeah. season, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're coming into their own, and I don't think they took a huge step back with Betts leaving. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, the win total takes a hit. Like, the, what was Betts giving you that the win total wasn't already giving you? Yeah. Um, in fact, we were already concerned with the wide receiving room, so we, le- we were left in the same spot. Like, yeah. we didn't know what to think about them. We knew we could be a contributor, but we didn't know how much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But see, we'll that's out. the reaction, right? So we talked about that on the show today, like how people perceive information, like whether it's something you're hearing from the coaching staff or the players or whether it's something from fan to fan. Like the way I just saw like everybody's like emotion in the room, it's kind of like a unanimous I don't know response. Yeah. You've been hurt so many times. And I say you because I'm not a Husker fan. Like I didn't grow up a Husker fan. Um, now I'll ride and die with you guys. Uh, but I, I'm not going to like sit here and say for the last 20 years I've been dealing with what you guys have been dealing with because I haven't. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually made fun of you guys in Sioux City. Um, <laughs> but aside from all of that, like, isn't it funny how – like, do you ever find yourself listening to these coaches and one day thinking like, yeah, all right, and then yeah. the other day thinking like, I'm a little anxious. I'm a little yeah, anxious. I, I relate that a lot to like fantasy football too in the NFL. Like if I'll hear one – article or read one article on a guy i'm like he's gonna be so good this year you don't know that's just one guy's opinion yeah so i mean it kind of relates to nebraska too where you know coach rule maybe comes in in a pissy mood um talking to the media and now i'm like oh we're gonna be bad but yeah just how people perceive it is very interesting it is it is so um like i i'm really good at reading body language and the day that miles farmer or the yeah the week Miles Farmer transferred, I looked at DB and I go, could you sense the disappointment in Matt Rule's voice? Like he tried so hard to get that guy to buy in, yeah, and he just didn't. Mm-hmm. And so when you heard him speak, I'm like, he's gone, he's gonna leave this week. Yeah, like I bet he, I bet he goes to the portal this week. Sure enough, on Friday, Miles Farmer in the portal. There he goes. 
Like it's just you can, and that's what I like about Coach Rule too. So he's so transparent. Yeah. He starts every interview telling you the details, and no other coach would tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just basically kiss the microphone. Yeah, that <laughs> like he tells you everything. Yeah. Marcus Washington not back yet. Like you knew that question was coming up. Yeah. So he's just like, ah, he's not back yet. We're hopeful, but he's not back yet. Yeah. And then I'll oh, be like, you know, Tagaloa, like you know, he he out for the season, car accident, out for the season. Yeah. It's like, well, who shares that detail? Without being true. asked, probably so comes like, from his NFL days. Yeah, well, he's so where open he had and to. Honest, I mean, right? you had to. Mm-hmm. You had to say that yeah, pretty much every week. Those. Yeah, before Nick Saban won't even announce a quarterback yet. Mm-hmm. Alabama, well, well neither won't. will Ohio State. Yeah. Come on, if Kyle McCord's not your guy, I'm. I, I'm thinking if you're an Ohio State fan right now, I feel more comfortable betting Nebraska in game one. Yeah, than I do betting Ohio State in week one. Yeah, I'm like, can you imagine being on every single? quarterback preseason poll in the top three and then coming out two weeks before the season and saying, I don't know if Kyle McCord's our guy. Like you should be pretty concerned that he couldn't grasp that job. Yet. Yeah, seriously. It's yeah. ridiculous. But Yeah. Um, last question I have from Nebraska football, and then you guys can ask whatever you want. What do you think is a successful season for Matt rule in his first year? Hmm. That's a good question because, because there's success. On his side, and then there's success that fans want, really. Well, fans would want a bowl game. Like, if you get to a bowl game, that's a successful season in a fan's eye. Um, I mean, shoot, I'd say five wins even. Even if you don't get to a bowl game, that's more than you saw the last four years. Um, But a bowl game would be what a fan wants to see. Like, put me in the Cheez-It Bowl. I don't care. Put me in the GoDaddy.com Bowl. Like, Danica Patrick on the cover. Like, let's go. Um, (laughs) Mayo Bowl. Yeah, like, uh, I guess Will Levis will be on that cover. Um, (laughs) But that would be from a fan side. From a coach's side, if he – if end result is he got the best out of his players, like, every game, if he could come out and say that was their best, that would be – and if he could say that eight times this season, that would be a win, I think. Eight times you got their best because most likely then you're still getting to a bowl game. Two of those times you could probably factor into not going Nebraska's way, but they still gave it their all. But they should take care of the other six. Yeah. So it, and it and it's not. You you also have to get rid of uh, that winning emotion, like because they're carrying over a lot of confidence after that win against Iowa to close out last season with the team that they had. So you're carrying over a lot of confidence. Now it's. If you win against Minnesota, if you win against Colorado, you can't go into these non-con games. And I, I use Colorado as like – that's a non-con game, but, you know, that has different rooting interests. But you can't go into the northern Illinois of the world and the Louisiana Techs of the world and say, all right, like, we can take a back seat now. We're, we're at home. We're in front of our crowd. Like, these are easy teams. Like, those are the days you won't get the best out of your guys. You have to guarantee your guys are going to give their best, and that's the culture that they're setting. So if you can do that about eight times, I think he'd consider that success. Yeah, I agree. I think I saw today our prediction is the Las Vegas Bowl against Utah. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Nebraska predicted in a bowl game. That's, yeah. that's what I saw. I don't know where I saw it, honestly. But I think it was, actually. Yeah. That'd be a fall from grace from Utah. Utah will not. Yeah. Be there. No, I don't think Utah will. <laughs> well, it be depends there. on how good Nebraska is, right? If yeah, Nebraska bro. goes nine and three, maybe they are playing Utah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. You guys. But what's the... up with Cam Rising, right? 
Like, is yeah. Cam Rising healthy? Is he coming back week one? Is he going to be back week three? And maybe if that's the case, he only wins six games, and boom, you find yourself in the Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah. That's true. Screwed us last year. Well, not you. Yeah. It's USC. Chris in the wallet? Or no, in well. the, yes, in the wallet. In the Pac-12 championship. Pac-12 championship. Was, right? We were all on USC. Chris said he was on USC. Last minute, he flipped to Utah and didn't tell us. So oh, we were man, we were all we were cheering for USC together. No wonder you went I was down a, there. And <laughs> I was a big Utah backer all year. I think for the most. But, part. The, but you no. said you were on okay. USC. You said you were on USC. Let's shut you, this down right yeah. now. I don't care if you back them all season. If you rode with the boys, you stay with the boys. Yeah. And if you yeah. if you choose to fade, you present the opportunity for everybody else to fade. He didn't say, tell us until like halftime. <laughs> halftime. Because every you waited for the game. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> Every time Utah would score, he'd do like a little fist pump. We're like, yeah, you have Utah. You're like, no, I don't. Man, we wouldn't be friends for like weeks after that. (laughs) I I was a pussy, all right? I talk about you on the radio all the time. It's fair. Untrustworthy. Matt Rule would cut you. And he doesn't cut players. He allows you to walk on your own. He would cut you. It's fair. I deserve the criticism. For that, absolutely, you do. Yeah. I'm going to keep handing it your way. <laughs> I'll bring it in on. In fact, I don't think we, we can turn off this light right here, and we'll just turn yeah, the conversation. Turn way. the turn yeah. the iPad off. Yeah. Now they faded boys. me in the Super Bowl, so it was yeah, even. Yeah, but I told you, we told you that we wanted the Chiefs. We said well, not until the game started, though. No. We I thought it, it was no. I thought it was in the first quarter. You told me no. Okay. I was Chiefs the whole time. Because it was my play of the year. Straight. My play of the year was and, the Eagles. No matter what you say, you're not going to make me feel better about <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. They faded my well, play I mean, of the I year. I hear excuses, right? Oh, since, since, since you did it, now everybody else can do it. Right? So like, uh, just he's saying. doing it, too. Like, I, I don't need some finger pointing. Too. You faded him. USC yeah. was your game of the year. Yeah, USC was my game of the year. Was it? Yes. Yeah. We tweeted about it. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. Social media. This is a good. This is this is a great <laughs> segue into the first Boys Down Bad parlay of the year, Week Zero, baby. Mm, Andrew's going to be drunk, joining us. I could be drunk too. Drunk. <laughs> Andrew's going to be drunk and joining us. Um, and we are officially the number one sports betting podcast in Nebraska, as voted by the fans. That means you must hit board. a lot. We were up money last year. If you took every parlay. That's positive. We hit one. What do you guys place on <laughs> it? Like, do you guys put like we did like, like a f- twenty bucks down each? Do you guys put like just twenty total? So, I think we did twenty total. Five 20 each. Total. Yeah, I think yeah. is what we did. Well, yeah, and we we did it on our own, but we broke it down by units. Yeah, throughout the year to keep Got track. It. So like, one, if you put one unit on it, on so everybody has a different pick, or we don't know. I guess you guys don't know my pick. Nobody yeah, picked well, my shows. <laughs> if someone has the same pick, then, then we just switch. Somebody yeah, switches. Someone will switch. Okay. But I have a revenge pick this week. Oh, a revenge pick for week zero. All right, I'll go last. Okay, yeah, you go last. All right. Trevin, you want to start us? Sure. Yeah, I got a system play. Anytime you get the troops catching a heavy, a high number, you take them. We're going Navy plus 22.5 Dude, at Notre I Dame. love betting Navy as a huge dog. You're taking the troops. They just run the ball. They're going to... They're gonna. They're just gonna mm-hmm. keep the ball out of Notre Dame's hands. I don't think Notre Dame's offense. I hit offense, that last year. Yeah, no, they, but they were. Notre Dame was up big at half. It's a system play for a reason. It works. Will they do the triple option first, this year? I don't know. Since you they got still, a new coach, you don't bet against the troops. So is system one, system two. When they're catching points, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. So lock that in. That's that's step one. Yep. Yep. 
So that's one one hit leg. Chris, you wanna you wanna go? Uh, sure, I can go. I'm gonna do a late night game. Uh, 8 p.m. FIU Louisiana Tech over 58 and a half. Don't know why Louisiana Tech throws the ball a lot, so I'm just gonna go with that. Don't really Getting have an a... early look at Nebraska's what week four opponent. Yeah, there you go. They I run like a spread it. offense, throw it a lot. Time Obviously, doesn't run. Week zero, you're just you're throwing, throwing darts. a dart, throwing a dart, hoping it hits, hoping it hits. But if we if we go five for five, Andrew, you might have to be an honorary gym. member yes. of the picks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just shoot me a text. I'm always on my phone. I said uh, Navy plus twenty two and a half. They're actually twenty and a half. I have them at That's plus twenty one right now. Twenty one. We'll yeah. do twenty one. Twenty one plus yeah. twenty one minus one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Best for a parlay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good pick. Jordan, who do you got? So last year, week zero, I took Hawaii because no team should be getting that many points against Vandy. This year, flipping, I'm taking Vandy minus 18. It's at Vandy. Hawaii's projected to be one of the like five worst teams in the country this year. They got to go all the way to Tennessee. I like my chances on a long flight. Get them all out of, t- all out of whack with their time zone. Vandy minus 18. I like that. That's a good pick. Talk about the <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are going to be inspired. All right, let That's me step what, no, in. No, it's fine. Let me step in. <laughs> Have you seen Vandy Stadium, too? Yeah. It's let like demolished. <laughs> Guys, I was going to take Hawaii. Like, that oh, was oh, boy. And the reason I was going to take Hawaii is since 2021, Vandy at home is 0-6 like in their non-con games. I don't care how bad. Hawaii is this year with everything going on and the juice there and how pissed off they are that Biden came 17 days late. Like they are going to go at it in Vandy. So, but I'll ride the Vandy, but I got to change my play. Okay. We'll I was just going to say, bit, I was going to pick Hawaii. And I, we'll, I was, we'll, I was we'll on note, par. Note I was that. on par we'll for a while. You were. <laughs> and then I hit the bunker. We'll note it. <laughs> I just, I had to take Vandy after last year. Yeah, no. I get it. I get it. You don't want to get screwed twice. I took Hawaii. I think they were plus like, 14 and they lost by 50 so then i <laughs> yeah yeah they sucked michigan minus 15 all right my boys and bad parlay play is usc san jose state over 66 i get it's a lot of points for the first game i get it um but usc finished last year on an eight game over streak they score a lot of points caleb williams coming back He's gonna, I think they might get close to 66 on their own. So San Jose State just needs a couple scores. Um, I think it's going to fly over. That one's going to hit. Mm, okay, okay. I should have had a backup pick. Like, what was I thinking? That, I, I mean, wasn't. That's the answer. I wasn't thinking. There's how, only, how many we should have there? talked about this because there's only, what, four games? Five, or no, there's I more. There's a few. I think there's oh, like few. six or something. Six. Um, all right, let's take – does anybody have plus odds? You guys all yeah, take you can, minus. You, you can, can do plus odds if you want. Trip, yeah. Oh, plus. Oh. Plus you can odds. do plus, can do plus odds, odds if you want. It only yeah. enhances like the part. It up a little bit. Yeah. It only enhances it. All right. Like I don't know if this is a gut play, or just because I had uh, somebody that I know went to college there. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go with. Uh, let's go with Ohio on the money line. Yes, Max. Okay. Baby. I yeah, love give that. me some. Give me some plus one twenty-five. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I, I don't really have a real reason for it. Like I just have a gut reaction to what, looking those at Ohio. Those are the best there. ones. I'll be honest. That was almost my pick. Ohio okay. money line. All I don't right. know why. So those are some the best other bets. people are, are looking yeah, into feelings. it. I don't know much about the MAC, 
Um, Max is a great conference. I mean, Score a lot of points. Maybe to bet on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday, what? Wednesday. Tuesday, right. Wednesday. <laughs> no, nothing else. Nothing right. else. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take Ohio. I'm gonna take the other green and white team. Love it. All right, that's our parlay. If it hits, like I said, Andrew, you'll be an honorary member every week. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um, when it hits. When it when hits, it yeah. Hits. You're right. Sweet. All right. Let's finish up with some Immaculate Grid. All right, baseball. Is this have... with your phone? Yeah, yeah so I'm doing it He's going to be doing it there. It's okay. just so and you guys can see it up there. Jordan's going to have the timer. We got five minutes. Oh, only five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. We got to right, You guys like Jose go. Abreu for the first one? Yeah, that was what I was going to yep, say. Yep, Jose yep, Abreu. Yep. Okay. What about Giolito? He just got traded to the Angels. Yep, and Angels White Sox. Giolito. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Uh, He's starting out hot. I like Vlad Guerrero for Angels yeah. Orioles. Angels or he played? Did Guerrero play for the Orioles? I think he started at the Orioles. No, he Orioles. was with Montreal. He was with the Expos. Yeah, I'm not sure he played for the Orioles. Did he? I don't. Think I'm he, pretty sure I've seen the Orioles. Now I kind of think he did. I'm I'm positive I've seen pictures of it. Shit, let's was, wait on it. Let's uh, wait on it. Like, yeah, wait, wait on, wait on yeah. it. Let's yeah. sit on it. So 40 home run season. So we have Astro. two, right? We have two so yeah, far? Yeah, we have two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 40 home run Astros has to be Bregman. He would have done it. 40? Didn't he have No, let's MVP? go with Jeff Bagwell. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Bagwell's one of the best home runners. For runs. the Bagwell. Astros? Yeah. And then Trout for Angels? Yeah, Trout. Trout yeah. definitely hit 40. And then Barry yeah. Bonds for yeah. bottom right? Four for four. Okay, and then Bonds in the yeah, 500 easily. plus. Yeah, Yep. All right, five for five. Um, like you could choose either Jim Tomey or Frank Thomas for the White Sox. Yeah, yeah, One Frank Thomas. Dennis. I love love Frank Thomas. Who yeah, Frank Thomas, steroid guy. <laughs> Ripken didn't really hit dongs. No, he no. didn't. No, he did not. You know, it's actually really hard to hit 500 career home runs because I don't think Machado is even close yet. No, no. no. Um, Do we have somebody? We have somebody for White Sox, Orioles, right? We don't need. White we don't Sox need them. We've already. We don't, need we don't need White Sox. Or we need or, Houston, yeah, and Houston and Orioles. Houston and Orioles. I don't think we yeah. have anybody yet. Um, Houston and Orioles. What about – there was a guy that played – gosh, it was back in like the 90s. I think uh, Orioles and Houston might be Trey Mancini. Did he play for Houston? Oh, yeah, he sure yeah. did. Did he yeah, play he for sure Houston? Mancini. Yeah, he I think he Houston. played for Houston. He got traded to Houston. I think, I think it's Mancini. I'm pretty confident that he got traded to Houston. I'm almost positive he – for like half a season. And, and low-key – if you, so Colby Rasmus also played for those two teams. Okay. So Colby Rasmus was a Cardinal, went to the Blue yes. Jays. Remember him on the then Cardinals. I think he went to Houston, and then I think he ended his career with the Orioles. I think it, I, like I think Mancini played for Mancini both. did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, what what do we need now? later on? I'm, somebody's got to type in Colby Rasmus though, because yeah. he has to be like one percent. <laughs> <laughs> we want the one. The rarity. Um, what uh, do we we need? need Orioles, Angels, and then Orioles five hundred plus home. Oh, run so we have career. seven right now. We have seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. How much time do we have? Two twenty. Oh, we got time. We got so time. there was a guy, and we have Guerrero in our back pocket. There was a guy that played here. for the Orioles back in the nineties, and I remember him because I think I used to have his baseball card. Um, his name was like Rafael. Palmario, Palmario. Oh, and I thought he raked. Uh, that I do know that name, Palmero. I'm pretty sure he raked. God, the Orioles have been bad. But there's not like uh, Chris Davis didn't do it. No, I mean he, he had he like two good years, but he didn't do it. So if we 
I know we're 50-50 on Guerrero for Orioles. Would he have 500 home runs if he played for the Orioles? Guerrero, no. I don't think he did. No, he would have only had him with Montreal. He probably got close with the Angels, but I don't think he had it. I think it... Uh, I think be, as long as, as, long as, as, long as he played, as long as he played, if it's 500 in a career, as long as he played for the Orioles, it'll count at some point. Yeah, but I don't. Did he hit 500 career home runs? I don't know who Guerrero. I'm way more. Can't use him twice. Yeah. I'm way more Let's, confident in Angels Orioles. Okay. For Guerrero. So we just need. Then, are you sure he played for the Angels? <laughs> like, are yeah. not the Angels are the Orioles? I, I mean, I feel I like I've seen him did. on. Like MLB the show, like the video game. I feel like I've seen him on. Did he get traded? Were you playing like, like uh, I don't ultimate team? And you <laughs> saw him on the Orioles. <laughs> no, I feel like there was something I saw. Forty-five seconds. Forty-five seconds. All right, I, I type in Raphael Palmario for the five hundred plus one. Palmero. Yeah, it's like P A L M P A L M E I R O. Yeah. For five hundred plus. Yeah. Come on, baby. Yes. Let's oh! go. Let's go. Okay. Come on, guys. So do we get Vlad? Guys, so... I don't think he played for the Orioles. <laughs> um, who else hit dongs for that team? We got what? 18 seconds. Eddie Murray. Yeah. Eddie Murray hit dongs. Did he play for the Angels? So, well, we just we need just, Orioles. Just need Orioles. That's what I mean. We don't need dongs. Yeah, but he hit dongs for the Orioles. Did he play oh. for the Angels? Seven seconds. I think it's Guerrero. Type in Eddie Murray. Type in Eddie Murray. Kendrick, do it fast. Howie Kendrick. Do it fast. Howie Kendrick. Timer. We got to go with Vlad. Keep it suspenseful for me, though. I don't think it's Vlad, guys. Vlad. Oh, what was it? Was it Vlad? Guerrero. Yeah! yeah. Nice work. Nice work. All right. Got the All right. buzzer. That was, Let's go. We did it. That's insane. Huge. Under oh. the gun. Raphael Palmerigo, guys. Like, come that's, on. That was a, that was, that was a pull. I mean, <laughs> how, many, how many people put him? That's a um, Let's look. Um, so Orioles and Angels, Mark Trumbo. Oh, yeah. Mark Have you heard Trumbo. that? I think yeah. I've heard that name. Sure. Oh, wouldn't I have heard that? Yeah. would never got there. The most for the Orioles and 500-plus home runs was Eddie Murray. Oh. Hey, Eddie, did he play for the Angels? Don't that know. I have no clue. Don't even know. Eddie Murray. Guys, I told you. Wow, we did it. We did, we it. did it first time. When did Murray play? Like the seventies? No idea. I, don't, I haven't even heard of his name. Yeah, <laughs> I've never even heard the name, honestly. Oh, that's okay. That's good. When did, I want to look take up it Vlad. in, boys. I gotta look up Vlad for myself. I don't know if I trust Immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> How did you pull that out of your keister? I I've just seen pictures of him in an Orioles jersey. Man, it would have only been for like one year, probably. Yeah, twenty eleven. Wow, that's well done. Towards the end of his career, yeah, that's his. That's, that's his, his last year. year. That's his last oh, year. Was his last year. I thought it was early. Dude, Ooh. that's doesn't that's really, really well done. It doesn't matter. It worked. Got it done. Played for both. We did it, boys. We did it, guys. That's nine. You know what that means? We shotgun a beer. Yes, we have to. <laughs> I think I have some downstairs. It's a good sign for the parlay. That's a, a great sign for the parlay. Yes, I love it's... where your head's at. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else, boys? I don't think so. Andrew, anything else? Mm-mm. I'm good, man. I want to win some money, though. We so, like, will. This parlay, like we yeah. will. It's gonna I, hit. Can you guys? Who who took down the information? We'll send it in the. Yeah, we'll send yeah. it in the chat. We forgot to put take down the information. We also have the tape. We do have the we tape. Run it back. We do mm-hmm. have the tape. 
Well, I know I'm not betting Hawaii. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I, was, I was so like coming ready because I knew people would be like Hawaii, like they suck this, and then you guys spit on them all the time, and I'm just like, oh, well, hopefully I can buy some time, and then I just saw the games left, and I'm like, there's no way, there's no way. It's a great. It's gonna it's gonna hit. But don't I worry, know. I won't fade you. It'll be good. If you want to, that's fine. But just tell me. No, I'm not fading. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can I don't fade. fade the boys. You can fade. Well, just yes, be but if you feel the need to fade, just disclose that you're fading. Yeah. Or just don't say, don't tell me anything. If you fade it, just no, no words. <laughs> don't just don't tell me you bet Vandy if you took Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm glad it. this came around today again. I think we learned something today. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Sweet. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming down and uh, no, I appreciate you boys. This is cool. Cool setup. This is awesome. So, all right, this is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan Peters. I'm Trev. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Andrew. Have yourself a top 10 weekend. A Herd at Sports Network production. <laughs>